Since 2002, People's State Bank has supported Lawrence County and served their financial needs in four different locations, Bridgeport, Sumner, St. Francisville, and Lawrenceville. Stacy Moore, our fellow Saluki and his staff are so happy to help you. And, and just like they help youth sports and 4-H events, they've sponsored Pack the Place. And well, now they're helping out with this podcast and we truly appreciate their sponsorship. All kind of financial needs, whatever you need, just go see the folks at People State Bank. Again, it's in Bridgeport, Sumner, St. Francisville, and Lawrenceville. For all your financial needs, go see People State Bank. As you're listening to this podcast, you know what? It's time to go out to eat. If you're listening to it in the morning, go grab lunch. Or if you're listening to it in the afternoon, let's plan dinner for the family. And there's no better place to do that than the legendary Gray's Restaurant in Bridgeport. Check out their daily lunch specials and weekly features on their Facebook page. You know, they've got the best cheeseburgers around and hand-cut steaks, tenderloins, those famous fish dinners, you name it. Come on in to Gray's Restaurant and they will be happy to serve you. They're open for dine-in and carry-out. Just call 945-9501 and let the Gray family cook for your family today. Looking for insurance, we hope that you would call the Andrews Insurance Agency at 542 Main Street in Bridgeport. Terry Andrews and Justin Shear are your independent agents and they're your professionals for all of your farm, commercial, and personal insurance needs. And they've been strong supporters of Red Hill Athletics for decades. So if you're brought down by a pack of dogs, get off your seats and on your feet and see T-Bone or Juice and give them a call at 618-945-2881 at the Andrews Insurance Agency. You know, when you talk pizza, they... They talk about things like Chicago style, New York style, Detroit style, whatever. The new craze is Bridgeport style pizza, and the best place to do that is, of course, Griffin's Pizza House, right there across from the Dog Pound on Judy Avenue. You know where that's at. They're open Tuesday through Sunday, 4 to 9. And then, of course, the first Friday of every month, they are open for lunch, 11 to 1. So check them out. Tyler Griffin's Pizza House, 945-3663. You could dine in. they have it uh, picked up, or they'll deliver it to you. 945-3663. And back by popular demand, the Western-style barbecue pizza is the pizza of the month for June. So check that out. Tyler Griffin's Pizza House, 945-3663, the home of Bridgeport-style pizza. Every step I take, I know that I'm not alone. You take the home from a boy, but not the boy from his home. These are my streets, the only life I've ever known. Chip, is it true? You can go home, right? Yes, you can go home right here on this podcast. Here we are again. Feels like it for sure. Prom part two. Sorry we had to cut that last one a little short. It was probably going to be another three-hour marathon, but uh, 
We had a little audio problems. Thank you to our friends at Guitar Center for bailing us out. They had the exact chord I needed, and it appears as of right now that that's what the problem was. But I would play a song, and they couldn't hear it, so the guys were talking over it. And then I would start talking, and they couldn't hear me. So it, we said, okay, enough's enough. But uh, we're fixed. We're back up, ready to go for another episode of the Old School Red Hill Podcast. And let me introduce the guys um, that uh, bring this to you every couple of weeks. Mr. Chip Jamerson, how are you, my man? Hey, it's good to be back again. Good to see you guys again. How? Uh, give us a quick uh, softball report. How's the squad doing? We're doing We're doing all right. We're, uh, I, I, record-wise, I think we're like one, two, and two. There's not a lot of hitting, so we've had two zero-zero ties. Uh, but it's we're getting better. And I actually was at the uh, softball game tonight, and I saw 1999 legend Jason Bryan on the, another field with his daughter. He's, oh, wow. Uh, lives in a neighboring town. Uh, he lives in Downs, and his kids go to Tri-Valley. So it was good to see a Red Hill legend just about an hour ago. Oh, that's awesome. It's a small world. Yep. And it is a small world, and that voice belongs to old number nine, Gary Emmons. How are you, brother? Hey, I'm great, everybody. Good to see you all again. Gary's got his nuptials coming up. And uh, we will, in anticipation of that, I believe our next show is going to be a uh, another our second installment of a Meet the Host. It's going to be a a pre-wedding Meet the Host Gary Emmons episode. So Gary, I'm sure you're all excited about that. Oh, definitely. I'm sure the crowd's waiting on bated breath for that one. That's right. Gary getting married in Destin, Florida, uh, third week of June. So the whole family's going down three there weeks, for a nice uh, week. What three weeks from three weeks from tomorrow? tomorrow. Yeah. yeah, this is Wednesday. Yeah. Just bought a house, so just nothing going on right now for me. All of us will be down there. I'm, I'm thinking I got to throw in, throw in four microphones and a mixer. Surely we can throw something to. together, can't we? Maybe a, <laughs> maybe a poolside edition of the uh, old school Red Hill podcast. And last but not least, and I know that everyone is terribly excited about <laughs> the farm report. With Mr. David King. Dave, we heard about beans last time, so everything's in the ground. How's it ground. Uh, How's it going? Uh, everything was going great until today. Big old, big old flooding rain. So oh, boy. We'll, we'll, see, uh, we'll see how it goes. We're recording. Oh, everything's up, everything's up in, in, our, uh, in our bottoms where we already had to replant corn once. We may have to do it again. Yeah. We'll just have to, we'll just have to see. Well, good luck on that. I think I speak for everyone. Yes. Um, yes. yes. Yeah. No rain in central Illinois today. It rained all day in southwest Indiana. Two and, a half inches here. Two and a half inches here with possibly more on the way tonight. So, see what happens. Well, and I am Brian Emmons, and uh, my corner of the world, it's all golf right now. we got the sectional coming up, so um, Sam hopefully will do well. Him and the Bar Vikings, we're going to go over to the Country Club of Old Vincennes on Friday, June 4th, and... Uh, so everybody say a little say a little prayer for the balls to hit short grass and, and go in the holes as quickly as we can get them in there for the Vikings on Friday. I'll let you know how that goes. Uh, well, first, hey, let's mention we got a winner, mystery voice Heather mystery Cooper, voice, yeah. uh, identified the <clears throat> sweet voice of of one of my dear friends, one of the sweetest people on the planet Earth, Tana Holtz Ambrose was our mystery voice. And uh, Heather Cooper won the $25 gift certificate to Gray's for that. So congratulations, Heather, on that one. We had a lot of guesses. Uh, let's see. We had throughout the last couple of months, what have we had? Uh, Jamie Gray was guest. Jerry Bond was guest. 
Um, Whit- Whitney Kirchie. Whitney Kirchie, that's right. Um, Angie Dabbs was guest. Yes, yes. Yeah, so and I know there are uh, Gail Paddock. Um, yep. And then, of course, we had some early. Mandy Cunningham was guest. Um, a few other ones. So, very good. Um, congratulations, Heather. Um, and just remember, we, we won't have one this week because it just got guests today. And But on the next episode, we are we have identified our new mystery voice, and we'll get that all set up. So stay tuned in for another episode of the Mystery Voice. We might be calling you. <laughs> so let's get back to proms. After we so rudely interrupted by a poor cord last time, we're going to pick up with the 1989 prom. And uh, I drew that straw. So um, looks like that uh, had it on the same day as uh, Reve in uh, Monday, May 1st, Vincent Sun Commercial. Of course, they do a great spread on the prom. And uh, so that would have made it, what, the Saturday, April 29th? 29th, yep. Yep. and um, An April prom, wow. April prom, a little bit earlier. Um, some good pictures in the paper of both. But uh, I was real proud of the kids at Reve. Uh, when I was looking through the the paper, they went with this song as their th- prom theme, and it's a dandy. Oh, wow. Yeah. Of course, this is Ricky Rocket, CC Deville, Brett Michaels, and come on, Brian. Help me out, guys. I'm losing it. Ricky Rocket. Bobby Doll. Bobby, Bobby Doll. <laughs> there we go. How can we forget Bobby yeah. Doll? And the boys at Poison with I Won't Forget You. So that's what the kids over at Reve were dancing to. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, Jeremy Wilde would have just been a sophomore that year, but he, I'm sure he was at that prom. Maria Herman would have been a, maybe, I think, a junior at that prom. So those are some of your Reve people that I can think of off the top of my head. Dave, I don't have this yearbook. Help me out with um, with that prom court for uh, the year 1989. All right. Well, I think we uh, one of the themes we hit on the last one was the uh, the white tuxes versus the black tuxes, and we are basically split almost down the middle. Oh wow! As far as uh, as far as white versus black with a with a gray. That's the way it should be thrown in there. But, uh, I think the whites we got to start. The whites are going out. I think after this year. I think. Tell that to Ashley Hessler. Oh, <laughs> All white, head to toe. Oh, and as we know, Sean Grismer, who brought the gray tux into fashion. Yes. So, but, uh, yeah, we've got uh, Ashley, our king candidates, uh, Ashley Hessler. Uh, looks like he is uh, with Monica Cunningham. Okay. Hi, Monica. Um, and we got Jesse Medall. Um, looks like he is with, of course, um, his future wife. Future wife, Tina Fisher. Of course, we've talked about the famous play, the Jesse Pass Wright. On uh, this podcast. Jesse, yes. Very, very, very successful play. Uh, Jesse's also uh, in the white tux with a with a colored uh, bow tie and uh, the, what's the sat? Like Cumberbund? The Cumberbund. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, <laughs> very sh- some type of shiny color. Looks like it might black, be a yeah, red. Black, <laughs> black, it, black and white picture, so I can't tell. The, yeah. I'm guessing... I'm guessing teal for some reason. Were you going to be? You were going I like that you were gonna call it a sash. <laughs> <laughs> um, J- JC, yeah, JC Brookhart, Cindy, uh, Cindy Davis, the returning king and queen from the, and then um, JC also with the uh, 
with the white with the white tux look. Really, coming back, so he was, went white okay. with his with the, with his crown gotcha. as well. He's got the uh, he's got the cumber the colored cummerbund and nice. bow tie as well. I like it. Um, other candidates, uh, we got uh, Brady Havel, uh, classic dark tux, more on him um, later. Snakeskin boots, even. Nice. Um, uh, Mandy Cunningham's also uh, is one of the queen is the queen candidate uh, with him. Uh, David Seed, um, also somebody that Rhino knows well. Uh, Daphne Devonshire. I do know Daphne. <laughs> and Seed then, and De- Seed and Devonshire, long time uh, friend, way back to petty school. So that's a um, just a expected duo going down the aisle yeah. together. David Seed, uh, I think he may have gotten favorite greeny my senior year. I'd have to look in the yearbook. And then uh, Dave Hobbs uh, breaking the trend with a uh, look, some kind of uh, gray tux. Sean Grisman um, style. Yes. Like a light, yeah, kind of a medium to dark gray tux. I feel uh, like Dave Hobbs had tails on his tux maybe for some reason. He, I, I cannot tell that. Possibly uh, a top hat. Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> I don't see the top. I'd, I'd have had that top hat on. <laughs> <laughs> But um, Robin uh, Robin Andrews was uh, was the queen candidate, you know, to go along with him. Um, any guesses? Anybody uh, who who got the queen king, I, queen that year? I don't have guesses. I just got a couple like things to point out. Um, I think JC and Brady are cousins. So I know we had the Moorheads pass the crown from brother to brother. If yep. Brady can somehow win this, we might have a cousin to cousin handoff on the crown here. But unheard. I don't of. know. We'll see. Unheard of. Well, let's uh, before we announce who won, let's uh, go to the prom theme that actual Red Hill chose. Okay, yeah. This is for all you lovers out there. Debbie Gibson, Lost in Your Eyes. I feel like... Recent... recent uh... Addition to the uh, Brimley Cocoon Line Club. Wow. If, if you explain, <laughs> explain that, Dave. If you don't follow this on Twitter, folks, you need to. It's a Twitter handle, at Brimley Cocoon Line. Um, basically, Wilford Brimley, one of those guys that looked 80 years old from the time. He was th- when he was 30. <laughs> right. Um, the age that he was at the time when he fil- started filming Cocoon in 1984 or so. It's like it's basically fifty nine or forty nine years and three quarters years old, fifteen thousand or eighteen thousand five hundred and thirty days. Yeah. Um. So this this Twitter account follows and announces different celebrities <laughs> when they famous, hit that famous people when they when they cross that line and they look much younger than Wilfred much did. Younger. <laughs> Debbie Gibson. Debbie Gibson crossed it last or last week. Yeah. Week before. She looks better than she ever has. Oh, she's yeah, she really opinion. does. She's amazing. She looks great. And and um, Brimley at probably played what somebody in his late seventies in that he, movie. He, he played an old guy in the nursing home, <laughs> right? <yeah. laughs> or an old folks home. Yeah. So, but you know, he looked that, but then he looked exactly the same for the next forty years, right? Maybe years ago. So. So we've made our. Our, uh, we've talked about the king and queen candidates. Now let's talk about who won. I don't think uh, I don't think it's any shock here that everybody. I think everybody knows probably who won. But uh, the king is 
Mr. Brady Havel, snakeskin boots oh, and yes. all. Yes. Congratulations, Brady. You'll be not only have the coolest boots in the dance, but also the coolest hat at this point. I think. Are they putting? They're actually putting crowns on them, if I remember. Yep. Yep. I'm looking yeah, at the definitely. picture in the paper. There's definitely a crown. And the queen is friend of the show. One of our best episodes, Mandy Cunningham. All right. Congrats, Mandy. Is the Brady queen. and Mandy. So congratulations to them. You'll always be in Red Hill lore with those with those victory. Um, was looking at uh, the uh, the Sun commercial, and if you decided, you know what, I ain't going to the prom. Screw it. I'm going to go to the movies. You could have gone to see Pet Cemetery at the Plaza. Uh, of course, Patrick Dempsey and Loverboy. I always think of Kevin Tucker when I think of movie Pet Cemetery for some reason. You know, I, I do too. I he must have told me about that because when I saw that, I I thought of that as well. <laughs> and I tell you, it, it this song is not from that movie, but it was going to be and didn't end up making it. But one of my I don't know why I love this song so much, but I always have. I think I just love the the melody of it. But uh, this is the the Ramones. Oh, yeah, great song. I, I was just going to say that. I didn't know you were going to bring it up. I don't want to live my life again. I love this chorus right here. I don't want to be buried in a pet cemetery. I don't want to live my life Absolutely love that song. Always have. And uh, at the show place, you've got uh, Criminal Law, whatever in the world that is. K9, which I think was actually probably did pretty well at the box office, and a movie with one of the most iconic scenes of all time, and uh, it will be played at Gary's wedding. One of the greatest songs ever written. Say Anything featured John Cusack holding up that boombox playing In Your Eyes by Peter Gabriel. So good song. If you got up after prom and uh, was hungry, you could go to Druthers and get a biscuit and gravy for only a dollar forty nine. I thought that was a good deal. Solid deal. Druthers is where I really got started on biscuits and gravy. I never really, I kind of shied away from the first 14, 15 years of my life, and then tried them at Druthers, and amazing, one of my favorite foods today. So that's a great deal. Yeah, it is. So that's going to wrap it up, I believe, on uh, nineteen hundred and eighty nine. And uh, so we'll throw it over to our good friend and farmer, David King, and he's going to cover both 90 and 91. I just wanted to throw one more thing in on 89. Oh, please uh, do. We made, uh, we made some points about the, the, the punch, bo- that, you know, like the, the punch, punch bowl, bowl pick, the punch bowl workers. Yeah. Uh, this year, the 89 uh, yearbook staff left it out completely. Oh man. No, no idea. who. No punch bowl here. pick. Uh, I know it will um, in in the upcoming uh, 1990 prom. There is a picture in the Vincent Sun commercial though that well, covers there is that in the yearbook too. <laughs> that covers that exact topic. So we're back. So, but uh, yeah, let's let's move on to prom 1990. I'm gonna jump in and just hit my songs up, you know, right away. Do it the, to the it. Ones that, they were part of this. They were part of this prom, and also just basically the top 40 songs that kind of jumped out at me you okay. know from from this day in 1990 
May f- uh, May fifth, nineteen ninety. Yep, May fifth. Yep. Number one song in the land on May fifth, nineteen ninety. Sinead O'Connor, nothing compares to you. I'm sure got, I'm sure got played at the prom as well. Oh, I, I gotta think. I gotta think. It was I'm a depressing song. <laughs> it's it does so bad, but the words are good. It's a great song. So I know around this time, Brino had just entered the service, because. When I think of this song, I always think Brian and I were, we corresponded a little bit and through snail mail. And I remember writing him a letter and I remember, or he wrote me a letter. I remember it talked about the NCAA tournament and how great this song was. So I know this had to be about the time you entered the service. Yeah, I was actually, uh, when, when I think of this song, I, I was at uh, tech school in the Air Force in Wichita Falls, Texas. And we would go to a bar there in Wichita Falls. Friday night was country night and Saturday night was pop rock and roll night. And when this song came on, the entire crowd would just basically stop what they were doing and sing along. So, yeah, good times. Dave, what's next? Uh, number nine on the charts that week. One of my favorite songs uh, from that time period. Aerosmith, What It Takes. Ooh. When I hear this song, I think of the 1990 prom is what I think of. Okay, well, there yeah. you go. Oh, wow. <laughs> yes, <laughs> So per- goes perfect with this. Perfect choice. <laughs> Sing it, Steven. I know the hardcore Aerosmith fans will say, you know, their stuff from the 70s was their best stuff, but that their, mid, their late 80s to early 90s yeah. stuff was just great. Great stuff. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. But uh, number 11 that week uh, was also our prom theme. Uh, Motley Crue, Without You. Some of their finest work. I recently labeled Girl Don't... Oh, man. Phone call right in the middle. Hang on. Let's just just answer my wife's call. (laughs) Is Is it a mystery voice? Hey, we're we're recording old school. Um, you could be the mystery voice. What would you like me to say? I don't know if anybody <laughs> would guess you or not at old school I red. I don't think so. Okay, I'll talk to you later. All right. <laughs> Bye. So I guess if you've got your phone on do not disturb, but if one of your contacts calls you multiple times, it picks up. Is that what the deal is? That's a safety feature. Terribly unprofessional on my end as a broadcaster. But back to Motley Crue, I just saw a thing. I guess Vince is starting to uh, get ready for that tour next year and if you google vince neal singing it's not pretty right now so yeah he had a rough show the other night he had to <laughs> cut it short during <laughs> it was, um, during girls 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 had to just leave the stage vince we, ha- we he, saw we saw their we saw their farewell tour like oh gosh that was july 4th of yeah eight years yeah yeah what happened to him he overheat well you know, okay first of all vince always gets or i shouldn't say always Vince gets a little lazy with lyrics sometimes, and he talks some of the songs when he can't hit the notes and things. He hasn't developed that thing that I feel like other singers can do and modify it or whatever. And and uh, so he did. He was losing words and and talking too much and not singing and didn't. And it just was just it was bad. Let's just put it. Well, I remember when we went to see them at that show you're talking about up at Deer Creek, Dave, and I. 
I've always liked this real early song of theirs called On With The Show. Not one of their most popular songs, but I always liked it. I was really excited to see it was on the set list, and Vince completely botched the words to it. So. Anyway, all right, Motley Crue, Without You. You're making everybody real excited to see Motley Crue on the next tour. <laughs> I want to go to that show, though, because I've never <laughs> seen Def Leppard, so I really yeah. would like to go see Def that Def Leppard's on, still way on top of their game. So Def Leppard looks as good as they did, you know. Yeah, yeah. Vince is on um, Vince is on my diet right now. <laughs> couple of uh couple of honorable mentions um coming in number 18 uh that week. Um a song I guarantee that probably was played played at the prom uh one, you know people to get out and dance to. Um Poison Bell Bid the Oh yeah. I was a big fan of that one. <laughs> guarantee got the people out of the day. There's nothing that says early 90s like this sound. No, not. Yeah. Spider-Man and Freezing full of Poison, poison. And if it didn't get played at the prom, it probably got played across the street at the Holiday Inn at CW Dance. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I guarantee you with that. <laughs> I did notice, I didn't say it, but uh, the 89 prom was at the Executive Inn. So they must have won that bidding war. Um, that probably came up about the same time yeah. as the bread bid came up for the cafeteria. I don't have many memories of prom not being at the executive end. Really? I think it was there on my all, all yeah. years of high school for me. Now, before that, I'm not I'm not sure. But Bell Bib um, DeVoe is Ricky. Is it Ricky Bell? Ricky Bell. Michael Bivens. Yes. Michael Bivens and Ronnie DeVoe. There you go. Good job, Chip. And I loved when these guys came out because, I, I mean, these were the three guys that didn't get a lot of credit in um, New Edition. It was always Ralph Tresvant and Bobby Brown. So to uh, get these three guys in the spotlight, I was thrilled. I could not have come up with Ralph Tresvant. That girl is How many people at the 1990 prom said the very thing? That girl is poison. Never trust a big butt and a smile either. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> One um, of the best butt references, uh, <laughs> my favorite, is uh, L.A. face with an open booty. All right, what's next? We're off. We're going off track. Here. <laughs> and then one, just a quick shout-out. Uh, pour one out for our homie, Shock G, who recently passed away. Coming in number 26 that week, Humpty Dance. I'm sure was played there as well. And again, if not, at C.W. Dandy's. I guarantee you it was played at C.W.'s. <laughs> Skip ahead a little bit, as we're known to do. So, uh, pour one out for your homie and uh, do the Humpty Dance next time you are at the Moose or wherever. All right, what next, buddy? All right, let's get to moose. the... Uh, Get to the 1990 prom court. All right. Um, starting off, left to right. Uh, as far as black versus white tux, we've got a major shift to the black tuxes. Okay. Uh, I knew that was coming. Gene Allen is the only one going with the white tux. He's white. Looks like white head to toe as well. A little Can't, bit old school. Gene don't Allen. have a real good look at Keeping him. He's it partially real? blocked by the queens, uh, but looks. Uh, I, I think it may have been a Sean Grisman gray. Okay, that's possible. If you if you look on page 77, I think he's you can kind of hit all the gray and the white contrast with each other a little Ooh, bit. Good call. Good call. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> Let's. I'm just gonna go left to right on these. Um, I got the king and the queen in the middle, so I'm a. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna pair these uh, people together, even if they if wasn't wasn't the original right. escort. Oh, who they in, who they ended up with? Yeah, exactly. Uh, Not where you start. Dan, where you one of the, dance one with of the, the great one that guys, <laughs> One of the great guys. One of the great athletes in Red Hill history. Brandon Smith. Um, king candidate. No surprise there. Um, escort. Uh, looks like him and uh, Julie Ferguson uh, escorted each other. Uh, the aforementioned Gene Allen, uh, Dana Roberts as well, Chad Andrews, uh, Nikki Sears, Troy Moore, uh, Mary Martha Cunningham, returning returning king and queen from the year before, Brady Havel and Mandy Cunningham, and then uh, can can anybody get a read on those boots? Is Brady wearing the boots again? I was trying to figure that out, too. It's he a little may... dark. You can't really. Uh, if you look at that floor, there might be some snakeskin down there. Right? How's he not wearing them? <laughs> if not, I'm sure Good the call. public demanded it. And then uh, probably the leader of mentions on the, on the podcast. Um, it's been a while, but he had a great run at the start anyway. Darby <laughs> Wagner. Yes, he did. Um, and. He's uh, losing Jack a little. I think uh, I feel Jackie. like Darby's losing a little momentum, but it's back. <laughs> we'll, we'll get it going. Especially and, uh, if he can win this king, and this is going to yeah, be huge. It, it will be momentum. big. It'll be it'll be big. I started to call her Jackie Widener, but Jackie Limerin. Um, now now Jackie Widener, but that, as a, as the queen candidate. Dave, who won? And then and then if I oh, get sorry, a yeah. drum roll. Okay, here we go. Prom Queen and King Mary Cunningham and Troy Moore. All right, so so we got the sisters. They've done what the Moorheads did. We yeah. have back to back siblings. So Mandy won it last year, I believe. Brian, didn't she? And then, yeah, um, as I look back at my notes, that that's true. Chip, <laughs> Mandy did win in 1989. <laughs> Troy went. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say it. Troy went overboard in the tanny bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, looks great, but my gosh. Tanning, tanning beds were huge for this oh, mighty prom. I was going to say, Brandon Brandon went. Brandon is not quite at Troy's level, but he's getting there. Looks like looks like Gene and Chad. It's like Gene and Chad and Darby. Not not too not too much, but Darby Wagner wasn't getting any tanning bed. <laughs> no. This is all natural. Now, is this the is this the only year that the uh, yearbook was done in landscape? I just picked this up to check this out. Like, what in the hell is happening? I think the only thing that's not landscape in the whole picture is the the really good prom picture with Mary Martha and Troy, and yeah. it is in portrait <laughs> anyway. they were trying something new great picture in that yearbook there is that that's the cheerleaders um with yes. troy i'm yeah, assuming yeah, that's that's a cool yeah. picture all right but yeah uh so uh some iconic yep. you know some iconic pictures uh you know to go along class of, the class of 90 the seniors graduating classes um got sean potts david seed um, Shane Piercy, Quentin Hall, uh, Spencer Vaughn, Ronnie Cullison, Jeremy Hankins, Mike McKinney, Kelly Noble, Steve Delamater, all in glasses, all in their tuxes. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's a cool um, got the Got the class of 91 guys, 
uh chip chip is uh chips in there chips chips dipped into the tanning bed a little bit yeah joyce young's tanning bed right there on state not, street i spent a lot of afternoons there not quite as <laughs> not quite as pronounced as some but uh you're you come in about uh, i guess troy's not in that picture. yeah i thought i was pretty tan until i see myself by brandon and scott piper say, there I, was gonna say, now, I don't i assume scott scott was already kind of dark complected anyway yeah um but, but he, he may have he may have dipped in there yeah, I, th I think he did <laughs> Who is that over there on the left? Um, he he's gone two tone in his his attire. Ellie Tedwell. Uh, okay. Yeah, uh, gray dark, or dark jacket and gray pants. Okay. It looks like, and like maybe that. maybe some snakeskin boots as well. I think there is. I think yes, there's I some <laughs> sort of skin at work there on the footwear. Vincent yeah, yeah. Sun Commercial. Dave has your favorite punch bowl pick. Yep, uh, I got Chris York, Misty Wells, Jenny Worth, and Melissa Griffin. Uh, serving your punch and cake this year. Uh, the the Vincent Sun commercial has a picture of um, of Miss York serving a glass of punch to Red Hill senior Shane Brown. Wow! All right, a friend of the podcast, enjoying a, a cool refreshment during uh, probably just got done dancing to Belle Biv DeVoe and decided let's cool off for a second. So, so Chip, you were. Uh, this is the one prom you attended. Tell this is my it. one prom. I tell um, us about it. Well, uh, first giddy, of all, giddy. I'd like to I'd like to thank Heather Inyer for accepting <laughs> my invitation to the thank prom you, that year. So Heather was my date, fellow class of '91 uh, member. Um, we ate at uh, the Executive Inn over in the restaurant uh, like prior it. to the dance. I think that was a common thing to do back then. That's what I did in '85. Um, pretty sure we ate with Jennifer Roark. And uh, Chad Hill, I believe, was may have been her date. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, that's that sounds right. That's yes, I think they were at our table um, for that for that meal. So yeah, it was a good time. We had after prom at the would that that was at the YMCA that year, and so I I won I won some in the last episode. Brian talked about uh, getting a lot of money and winning some Motley or uh, Bon Jovi tickets, and I got some Cardinal tickets at. Um, in the in the big auction, saved all my money from blackjack. That night. Um, Cardinals and Braves <laughs> about a week after prom. So sorry, Cardinal fans. Um, yeah, good time. Like I said, did not go back my senior year. We'll get into that prom here in a moment. Chip, is that the game that we were we caught Deion Sanders? Did we? Okay, I forgot about that. So he was there that. I, yeah, I, I know I got I know I got Tom Glavin's autograph, but Dion wasn't signing. But we saw him going into the stadium. We caught okay, him. all right. Was that the was that the game I got my Braves ball ruined by the by the guy that we thought was a player? Yes. So that so that was that game. I, I yeah. so was, okay. So this would have been the year before that. So this, I don't think there was any autographs that day. It was just kind of straight to the game and back. So. Guys went to a had lot a ball, of Cardinal. Had a ball play, signed Braves by most games. of the Braves team, including John Smoltz and Tom Glavin, and this guy was signing. He looked like a player. He was dressed well. Yes. He, 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 was he was telling everybody right. that I'm not a player. <laughs> <And> <laughs> he, signed, he signed that like, not only did he, he put his signature on it, he like went all the way around. The oh, floor. no. <laughs> was like, he wasn't trained in how to do no. a signature on it, but he tried no. to tell everybody he's and not he was a being player. honest. He's like, I'm not a baseball player. Just balls going in his face <laughs> left and right. <laughs> That's great. Rest nice. Uh, yeah, he looked like a player. Oh, uh, boy. Hey, uh, before we move on, uh, again, want to thank our sponsors that you heard at the top of the show, and we appreciate them being a part of the show. Let them know you heard about them here on the Old School Podcast. Of course, that is Gray's Restaurant in Bridgeport. 
People State Bank, Andrews Insurance, and Tyler Griffin's Pizza House. So uh, let them know that you that you heard about them here. And um, speaking of Gray's Restaurant, Michael Gray was a crown bearer at that prom, along with oh. Meg, Megan Negley. So oh, good job, guys. Yeah, I forgot stop, to mention that. Thanks, stop, it, <laughs> stop into Gray's and see Michael and let him know you heard about it on the podcast. Well, we start cracking jokes, Dave. And you go. <laughs> All right. Hey, uh, hey, Chip, one more question on this. Uh, was your after prom at the uh, the BU? At the, I think it was at the y, I, YMCA is where this one was at because VU oh, okay. was the next because VU is the next year. Yeah, I know. Nope. Okay. Yeah. I, my two after proms were different places, so VU was the next year. This one was definitely YMCA. Yeah, that uh, that answers that question. So well, let's move yeah. on to VU year 1991 with again David King. He was the star of this show. <laughs> so King. this is the one where they did like the day in the life thing. Or oh what? yes, oh yes. Uh, yeah, we'll get that picture on the old school page. So I had a picture requested. I think it was one of you guys wanted me to put uh, find that picture of, of me and Tony Bingo Holman in our oh, yeah. prom gear with our baseball. Oh, hats. yeah, yeah, that's a that's a classic. <laughs> I don't know how classic the it most is. most classic prom picture I've ever seen. I Speaking think of, so. and Gary, I don't know if we talked about this um, while Dave's looking up getting his stuff ready for ninety one, eighty seven in the yearbook. It showed a picture of me because I, after pictures and everything with the dance, um, I switched into my black and red Air Jordans, the original Air Jordans, and it said Brian Cummins underneath the picture. Oh, man. Former That's what kids are doing now wearing Air Jordans to prom. Look well, at you, Trent. Well, you know, when, when you're out front, guys, what are you going to do? All right, All Dave, right. you ready for Let's 1991? A night to remember was the. Uh, Isn't it, though? Was, wasn't. It wasn't the theme song of the prong, but it was like the, like the, what do you want to call theme? it? The, the overall the prong, theme. The, the, yeah, the slogan, what what have you. Um, I'll just get right into the king and queen. Uh, king, king, king and queen candidates. King and queen candidates. Uh, starting off left to right. Uh, all all dark tuxes, by the way. Um, Troy, Troy Moore, uh, Troy Moore included as as a returning uh, king candidate. Uh, starting off, got Craig Piper, Lori okay. Croslow, who I believe was Gary's girlfriend at the time. I did not go to that prom. Okay, maybe not then. I was chasing other uh, ventures at that in the, in, the, <laughs> like, in the spring of '91. Like Ross and Rachel, they were taking a break. Yes. Um, also, we got uh, Rob Waller, uh, King Candidate, and Kelly Andrews, um, Eric Mosby, and Jody Lawson. The Again, once again, the returning king, king, the king and queen candidates, Troy Moore and Mary Cunningham. It's amazing before. your name is one of those words, and you're having such a problem I, with that phrase. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Crown Bears. I don't want to. I don't want to leave them no, out this time. Um, Ashley Andrews and Joey Akers. And, and Dave, can I interject something here before we get absolutely, to these? Next? Absolutely. Okay, I was just looking. I was looking. I see the great picture. Of Joey Akers is the Crown Bear, and. If you look at the 89 yearbook two years earlier, Joey Akers was a crown bearer at 89, too. I've never oh, heard of a crown bearer. What? Doing, a year, a year in between even, even allowed? 89 and, I didn't wow. think it was, but I never lined these two yearbooks up together to look at this, the proms until now and then notice this. this is, well, he's one of the cutest little kids ever. I know that. Well, that had to play a part uh, yeah, in it. Yeah, because Mutt had played a part. So. Yeah, because in uh, 89, it was him and... Um, Casey Christie were the crown bearers then, so All right. I, 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 didn't, I didn't know that was even possible. 
Didn't either. Uh, let's see. So we got them. Uh, next king and queen candidates. Uh, Ethan Donaldson and Shannon Angle. And the rounded out, Johanna Hotaling and Brian Havel. Okay. Red, okay. Well, now, wait a minute here. Now we got Brian Havel. Okay. So, but it yeah. wouldn't be back to back. So, it wouldn't be back, wouldn't be back, be back, back to back. Three within four years, which would still be, I think, yeah, impressive. One's be a impressive. And, and one's a cousin, so there's a lot of <laughs> asterisks by this. Bobby but. and Clifford have to be really upset right now. <laughs> um, I, I got to think that Ethan and Kelly are going to bring this home. I, I haven't looked at who won. I got to go with Ethan Donaldson and Kelly Andrews. That would be a solid, that'd be a solid uh, guess. Um, and you are wrong, though. Ooh. Your 1991 prom king and queen, Craig Piper and Larry Crosby. I think I, I think my applause was too loud. Who's the queen? Lori Crosby. Oh, congratulations, Lori. Deserving champions. Sorry, Gary. You were missed on the, out on the outs during that. Probably by my choice. <laughs> Craig uh, previously, I believe, was the favorite greenie in the class of uh, for the class of uh, 1989. Favorite greenie's getting a lot of play today. All around great guy. Don't uh, don't haven't really seen him in a long time. Maybe since probably since college years. I know he lives in Indianapolis now, um, or, or Indianapolis area. But so, what was the actual theme song, Dave? Big controversy that oh, year. Oh, no. <laughs> Talk to us. Well, uh, is this is going to be the, as big a controversy as the cover of the shutters on the unit building? We'll have to find no, out. No, yeah. nothing like that. Okay. <laughs> the prom committee, um, I can't remember who consisted of the prom committee. I'm sure I'm sure the class officers were, were part of it. But you got to think. The prom committee selected a huge movie in that, you know, in, at that time in the theaters. I know Chip. I don't know how many times you saw it in the theater. Ghost. Oh, yeah, five times, yes. Pat, Patrick Swayze, Demi Moore, great movie. Um, but Unchained Melody by the Righteous Brothers, you know, kind of made it, was in that was heavily featured in that movie yep. and kind of made a comeback at that time. Well, it was selected as our prom, as our prom theme. Okay, interesting. Um, once that got out, it was not a popular choice. A revolt. Other, the others in the class and just because of the I, age of the song is that what i i think that's probably part of it but of course the song we chose ended up being it wasn't the current song either wait, wait a minute where did you come where would you land on this this mild controversy well the song that got chosen um ended up being will you still love me by chicago huh? um one of the so a song from my greatest i i think the one of the greatest tapes ever released, um, the Chicago's greatest hit. I mean, this is the mind. this is a prom theme right here. I this mean, there's the no, theme, yeah. Right. <laughs> WRHS Radio Chicago. I was kind of neutral on the whole thing, but once this got selected, then I. I wasn't gonna complain. <laughs> yeah, I like how you guys went out of like the. A lot of people pick a song that's been popular, popular. at that time, like "Can't right. Fight This Feeling" or something sure. like that. You guys went from a song from '87, so went back four years for for this song. Didn't well, go. You, and and, and you, as I get into my song, as I get into my you know selected songs for this year, I think part of it, looking at the, looking at the top forty songs, 
it is it jumps out to me what a big drop off in quality even from the year before 1990 still had some yeah got some really good songs in the countdown but by 91 it's there's some good songs in there it's starting the, to wane a little starting bit to, it's starting to wane and the overall the overall quality is just let's just say it's not 1984 quality <laughs> gotcha <laughs> But uh, I'll, I'll just get into those. Uh, the number one song in the country on that day in, uh, in 1991 was Amy Grant and Baby Baby. Baby Baby. This says springtime. Springtime in Bridgeport, Illinois. You don't really think of it as a number one song. But I, then you I think don't of it, it but then you think of it, it was on the radio all was, the time. Say, so yeah, it was on all the time. So <laughs> on a lot of different channels too. Yeah. Chip, am I it correct? I, I say it wasn't one of my favorites by any means, but it it does it does it does its job. It takes you back to the time. So. Am I correct that Amy Grant is married or was married to Vince Gill? Is that right? Yeah, I think, I think they're is, still happily married. That is, oh, that is correct. Congratulations, guys. She had a short run, but I know she had a few good songs in there. Yeah. Uh, and then again, the quality is kind of drops off. I, I'll just throw this out there. I don't think I had you cue this up, Brian. But I can find it. I always love Queen's Rike, Silent Lucidity. Uh, I know, you guys, I know you guys are kind of mixed on that, so I won't have you play it. But uh, I think of being in Chip Jamerson's car when I yeah, hear that. Song, it, so. it's, it just reeks of 1991 to me. Uh, <laughs> yes. If it was, if it didn't, it, if it didn't have the time machine factor, I don't think I would love the song as much. But I just love it because I, I get that. I, I get that. Love it. I don't love it. Love it. But if it comes on, I'm you know. I'll listen to it, I guess. I don't I, I don't know if it's I don't know if it's just cuz that video and it I don't know. I just I, I can't stand the song. And it's a song I that the, I love the guy's voice. And it's a song oh, that I should like. I My god, it's 1991. I mean, this is 1991. <laughs> but uh, that was your number 13 song. Um number 16, um I'm not sure how high this got in the charts. I'm sure Chip could answer this question. Uh, but when I think of Chip Jamerson and I think of the spring of spring and summer of 1991, um, extreme more than words. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah definitely. Jumps off the page at me. Yeah, it eventually went to number one like in June. So this was okay. on its way to the top, I okay. think. So it was on, it was Just on, a it was monster on hit. Oh, yeah, monster video, way, so. monster everything, right? Yeah. Just a great video of uh, Nuno, Nuno Betancourt playing guitar and help me. The other guy? Yeah. Gary Sharon. Gary Sharon, <laughs> who, who's, who, by the way, but when they kicked. No, that's not right. He sang with Van Halen. Van Halen. Van Halen's work. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yep. Yeah. He spent a short yeah. time with Van Halen. Yeah, I, I skipped over that Van Hit that yeah, I, Van Halen. I've never heard of a song with him on it, I don't think. No. I um I bought their that was about ninety ninety five or so. I think when the one Van Halen album came out with him. Yeah, it sounds it was, about right. It was okay. It wasn't you know, wasn't Hagar or Roth by any means, but it was it was okay. Yeah. And then another song from the spring of 91, which uh, I'm not sure where, where it got to on the charts, but it, on this week, it was number 28, uh, Firehouse, Don't Treat Me Bad. I, I, know, I know Gary loved this song. I know I love this song. I know Chip loved this song. 
I didn't know Brian at the time. But. Oh, I I absolutely love this song, and I would love it more if I could find it here because I know it's on my on my. Dave, own. I'm sure you queued up some Steelheart, didn't you? When I okay. done yes. <laughs> thought you were done, I got scared. Uh, keep talking about how much you love Firehouse while I find this song because I thought I had it fired. Yeah, up, I actually I... listened to this countdown on Sirius 90s on 9 a few weeks ago. It would have been, what, May 5th is when I would have listened yeah. to it. Yeah. Um, I sent the guys a text with that the, this song was number 28 that week. Yeah. So I, I, Firehouse is at the very end of the hair metal movement. And the, the voices yeah, were getting even higher and maybe a little more feminine, but, but they've got two really, really good songs. Yeah. Did you name the date of this prom? What the actual date was of this one? Does anybody have that? Obviously, May first, nineteen ninety-one is a. That's one of the days that. Yeah, that was like a Wednesday or Thursday. I know. Was it some that so, my prom may so have been a that couple then. days after that? Then yeah. I don't. I don't have it. Not listed in here. Yeah, that's fine. Yes, that's uh, Nolan Ryan and Ricky Henderson. That was what their day. day for sure. It was a great day. Here we go. Chorus. Very good. All right, then the last song I'm going to cover, uh, Gary, kind of spoiler alert. Spoiled, spoiled <laughs> already, but my in bad. my opinion, probably the last great hair metal ballad, um, Steelheart, I'll Never Let You Go. Only number 62 that week. Um, not sure how high it got, but uh, song I've always loved. I think it still holds up pretty well today. Good. Oh, I agree 100%. Good first line. How many hits do they have? I was I was just about to say they're almost a one-hit wonder. They had a they had another ballad that came out that 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 fall. Have we played this before on the podcast? I feel like we have. I don't know. We, we did do, we did the ninety ninety one school year side. So, so I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> if, we about, if we thought about ninety one, I'm sure I brought it up. That's a hell of a note, right there. Because you had spring on that countdown. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or on that on, the, on that episode, you had spring. Yeah. That but guy's the, voice is they, up there. They had one come out that fall that was it got some radio play, but I don't think did as well as this one. And then they had an album that came out a couple years later that. Yeah, had some had some decent songs, but at that point, grunge had taken over. There's not many people gonna karaoke this song and hit this these notes. No, no. <laughs> I felt like I could in my car by myself <laughs> yeah. in, those, in those days, but uh, I'm, I'm I'm sure I'm not sure too many people would agree with that. Steel if they heart. heard me. Sure, this so that song was playing when Jay Wilcox and Jody Waldrop were sharing a quiet moment during prom that year. <laughs> <laughs> that that's a great segue into the uh, into the pictures. Uh, looks like we got our uh, we got our uh, we got our servers, our punch servers. Oh, good. Don Delamater, sophomore, freshman server Lori Stoltz. Okay. I, I guess there was just if there was more than two, that's the only one that got pictured. So um, it's a lot of work for two people. <laughs> we got Charity Ferguson, Chad Andrews dancing to a slow song. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, more than words. Cool. That's, uh, we got our uh, we got a prom queen Lori Croslow and uh, one Natalie Strohmeyer uh, pausing for a photo. Just a um, candid. At Natalie Strohmeyer <laughs> and Borja Rivas actually uh, actually rode to, um, actually rode to prom with me and Jackie Sager. Oh, oh good job. Where'd you guys eat at that night? 
Uh, executive in. Of All course. right, great choice. I was uh, another thing I was going to ask about the executive in the last time, but it, it applied to, or last, you know, for the 90, 90 prom. Was the executive in at that point? Was it still nice? Oh yeah, it yeah, was, I think you know, so. I think it seemed nice, but. I don't I think back then, like the main portion of it, but they also had some like almost like motel style in the back of it that was starting right. to get run down. But like yeah. the big atrium where you ate was still really nice. I mean, okay. it was oh, uh, it had like yeah. really, had like had like waterfalls. And oh stuff. yeah, like, like a yeah. guy playing a piano, and it was it was atrium style. So the rooms went around you, but it was really a cool. Place yeah, to that go. that that little section, that little motel section in the back, it was the first to go. I do remember. I that. couldn't I couldn't remember when that place really started kind of. Well, I going down I know. Hill. Gary's family enjoyed eating there even on nights that weren't uh, Gary and Brian's family uh, mm-hmm. on nights that weren't prom nights. I think I ate there. I think like on a Saturday afternoon, I went with um, Gary and my grandma his mom and his grandma yeah. and um, ate there one afternoon. So I know first, your family's a big fan. First grade well, teacher, can, Imogene Clark, loved eating there. I, I can tell you that even I think probably I turned 21 in what, 96, right? Yeah, 96. So there was still a night when Cootie Hoos, is that the name of the place? Cootie Hoos in Mount Vernon. No, what's the name of the Kazoos. dance bar? Kazoo's. Yeah. <laughs> I know there was one night we were at some, I think maybe a wedding reception or we'd gone to Kazoo's and a bunch of us were shouldn't have been driving. We all got a room there, like 96 or 97. So the very, hotel was still a thing at that point. Very mature. I've got, I'm not going to bore everybody on this podcast, but maybe sometime, <laughs> maybe on the Meet the Brino show. Yes. Um, remind me, I have two executive in, really good executive in stories. Put those in your notes, guys. Yeah, <laughs> my my last memory of my last memory of being in there was uh, Matt Schrader's wedding reception in December of 2000, and it still didn't seem it still seemed okay then. I remember going in there. I think uh, may have been me and Brian, like in 2003, 2004, kind of at this last legs. We just like stepped into Kazoo's for a little bit. But I remember, like, walking in, like, the executive end part just seemed really yeah. run down at that point. Yeah. And, of course, it wasn't around much. Now it's, like, now it's a convenience store. All yeah. right. <laughs> Is that going to wrap up 91? Yeah. Um, Got any after prom stories? King, you were there. I was going to say I, was, that, I guess I was there, too. <laughs> you, you were there. Uh, <laughs> I think uh, Chip and uh, Mike Bunning uh, skipped the prom that night. Yes. Went and saw a New Jack City, if I remember. Yep, right. I, I sure remember did. that story. Yeah. And then, uh, then made an appearance at the uh, made an appearance at the after prom at the Green Auditorium. Yep, uh, uh, VU the, Green PE Complex. V, oh, okay, PE Complex at VU Casino Night theme. I think was a popular. It was a you know basically a popular choice in those days. You know, no matter where it was at, but uh, you had the basically play money and you try to accumulate as much as you can and had an auction for prizes at the, at the very end. But, oh yeah. I know. All about um, I had no luck gambling that night. So <laughs> <laughs> we had, uh, uh, nothing, uh, nothing I, per- nothing I purchased, but, uh, now we were talking about you know, on one thread, we were talking about high school memories or something like that. And juice said one of his great memories was like, was it running the lights? Was it at this prom that he ran the spotlights? I, I think, think it, was, it was probably that one. Yeah, for sure. Cause he he's at yeah. the after prom. So I don't know if he had it or he just got to go because he's the spotlight guy or did he I have think, a day? I think he had a role. I think I'm pretty sure. I don't think he went. I think he was spotlight guy. So he got, okay. the, <laughs> got he got the, a ticket into the after oh, prom. Oh, that's, that's a, that's a great way to get a ticket. Yeah. Now that I think that it bears to ask, did he do the lights so he could go to after prom? Not possibly. I, or was Why that just a byproduct? Hang out with all that. 
Looks like he's That's having a great time. <laughs> he's got the vibe. He's got the like the gambling vibe, like the dealer. He got it on upside down. So oh he's wow! Having a well, great he's gonna time at the- he's gonna have a great time in the future because uh, Heather Cooper won the twenty five dollar gift certificate to Gray's That's on right. the mystery. They're going voice, to so. Gray's for yeah. dinner soon. We may be calling you. My man, my main memory after that after prom was uh, it was a late. I mean, of course that didn't get out to what four in the morning or something like yeah. that. Was it that way? Then I then I had to drive Natalie Stromeyer all the way out north of Petrolia, <laughs> drop, <laughs> drop her drop her off, then back to Sumner to drop Rivas off, then j- drop Jackie off at God, it had to been five thirty, five thirty or so. It's like yeah, she I, just south of Bridgeport, I think. Yeah, right yeah, about that was, Manaman yeah. Park. Yeah, that was that was that was easy enough. But yeah, sure. that was the easy one. <laughs> hope the hope the seeds were in the the dirt by then, or you probably had to go straight to work. Uh, no, no, uh, no, no memories, memories of that. that. No. So, but, uh, yeah, that pretty well wraps it up for me. Unless Chip, you got anything to throw in memories no, of after prom? I honestly don't remember. I remember sitting at a blackjack table with Chris Lyles as my dealer. That's about the only thing I remember at that after prom. That would been Chris Lyles' first after prom, his first year, okay. um, being part of the Red Hill community. Was That's that blackjack? I'm pretty sure we were playing blackjack. I think the rules are pretty liberal at those things. Of who would win and who would lose, yeah. if I remember right. Yeah, I think you're right. Hey, uh, as we segue into 92-93, uh, Mook's going to take us through those two. Don't forget our sponsors, Gray's Restaurant, Tyler Griffin's Pizza House, Andrew's Insurance, and, of course, Stacy Moore and all the folks there at People State Bank. Um, Chip, it's good to hit the, su- the subscribe button, isn't it? Yeah, if you hit that subscribe button at and I know iTunes is still, or it's not called iTunes, it's just called Apple Podcasts now. That's your um, number one place. You can subscribe there and leave us a five-star rating. It really moves us up the charts and um, gets people worldwide to listen to us because they're definitely listening around the world. Absolutely. But we, we, we want more. Yep, and we partic- uh, appreciate the participation of our of the Facebook page and it helps uh gives us ideas for shows and things so thanks thanks a lot for listening so let's move over to uh gary emmons who's going to take us into his prime time prom seasons of 92 and 93 yes my junior year david king's senior year 1992 right now i think you have the barker the 92 barker there I don't do. you yeah go ahead and pull that bit i don't have it i only have the 93 so but um we're back at the Vincent's Executive Inn uh, once again for the 1992. It was May 9th, so a little bit later this time, but May 9th, 1992. Uh, yep. Vincent's Executive Inn. I, I don't think we've talked about this, but I feel like I know this year there were also – you had people announcing like the king queen candidates as they walked down the aisle to go to the court. And I know this year, pretty confident it was Chris Ralston and Lindsay, Lindsay Leasty did ours. Do you guys remember those other years? Because that was like a – yeah, that was a, a roll of the prom too. Yeah, I always and I don't know if this was official or not. The way I always looked at, I always thought it was sixth in the voting got that job. I maybe yeah. Oh I, wow, I, that's what I thought. I've never heard I don't that know before. That. I think Kelly Tidwell announced it ours. I can't maybe if I look through my class, I can remember. I'm pretty sure Kelly Tidwell was the uh, male announcer for us. You know, let's get into. Uh, I can tell you that the year I did go with uh, the former queen Lori Croslow. Uh, we drove Don Dale's white Camaro to oh, wow. the uh, to the prom that year. That good was job. a fancy prom, and we are back I mean, in portrait style yearbooks. I like that's that. That's good. That's good. So I know I had a, a tux that had a lot of fancy designs 
something orangish and reddish, almost like a New Year's Eve style, I would say, for t for my bow tie and cummerbund that year. I can tell you that. Your hairline is low. Your eyebrows are full, looking good. Yes. Yeah, I didn't, didn't, didn't know any different or any better back then. So let's go through the king candidates real quick here. Uh, up for a king, the 1992 juniors, Eric Andrews, yours truly, Gary Emmons, D. Holloway, Bobby Stevens, and Justin Shear. A lot of wins there, guys. Coming, coming off a pretty successful basketball season and starting a good baseball season at that point. And uh, you got your queen candidates were Nikki Moan, Amy Leg, former server Don Delameter. She moved moved up. All right. Rachel Childress and Misty Wells were your queen candidates. Our cousin Misty Wells. And to get in a little bit the the theme that year, I can kind of we can go ahead and maybe just play that for a, a moment. And I know I was pissed about this. I thought it was <laughs> stupid. Um, but the theme of this year's prom. Now, if I remember correctly, at least from what we've talked about so far, a returning artist, you had Celine Dion, but you also had returning artist Peebo Bryson singing Beauty and the Beast. Peebo owned the spring, didn't he? Yes. <laughs> oh, just wait. A tale as old as time. True as it can be. I'm sorry, Celine. I'm going to skip ahead just a little bit. Classic Disney tune. Absolutely. So I can tell you a little bit of controversy, too, with this. So I'm, I can't, There is a prom committee. I know there's a group of people that put this together. I, obviously, I don't think I was on that, but... <laughs> I was making a push for another song to take this over because I just thought that was kind of a stupid song for a prom theme. So the song that I was hoping for that was big and popular in the spring of 92 was Vanessa Williams and Save the Best for Last. Oh, that'd be perfect. That, would be That's, great, that was yeah. my, I got voted down. I, no one listened to me, though. I'll bet Reve used it. Probably. Reve's, Reve's pretty good. Much she's, better love song. She's the yeah, triple I mean, thread, isn't she? Vanessa Williams. I mean, she's a yeah. model, actress, USA. or actor. I'm sorry. Yeah, I think, yeah, Miss USA and had a hit song. Miss USA stripped from her because she was in Playboy uh, years back in the early, early to mid-80s. So I think it's time to unveil the king and queen of your 1992 Prom. I think this will live up to Beauty and the Beast theme, won't it? I would probably agree. <laughs> Your queen for 1992 is Mrs. Dawn Delameter. There's, there's the beauty. Congratulations to Dawn. And then your king for 1992. Yes. Oh, it sure wasn't. I, 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 I beat all their asses in this. Oh, Truly. Great job, Gary. Thanks, Gary Emmons. I took the crown that year. Holloway uh, Stevens still pissed off. <laughs> yeah, I know they all are. Uh, so anyway, so yeah, so Gary Emmons and Don Delamater were your king and queen for for 92. 
Uh, any candidates, Brian? Any good pictures showing up? Well, I think, YouTube? as David King will appreciate, I think we start at one place, folks, and that's right there at the Punch Bowl. And uh, we've got servers for these prom refreshments were uh, Jennifer Baltzell and Carol oh. Hawkins nice. serving the refreshments great, up to all the great kids, all the beauties maybe, and the beasts. Maybe two of the nicest people that ever. They were really, really nice people. So great people to be there greeting you and giving you a, a yes. cup of juice. Yep. Uh, uh, on the uh, on the next page, we've got uh, uh, Carolina Bur Barg. Carolina Barg? Okay. Uh, we know. Oh, okay. I was just uh, saying, I've never heard of her before. I don't uh, remember that name. She laughs at a, a, a Janine Burdett joke, uh, but really, <laughs> this is what it literally says. Now explains the foreign exchange. It says, Carolina laughs at Jeannie Burdett's joke, but really has no idea what she's talking about. <laughs> little, little, Someone wrote a, wrote a funny line Little there. comedy <laughs> in, the, in the yearbook. Uh, Dan Stanescu and uh, Kristen Masterson tell Brad Highsmith uh, how to fix his bow tie. Hey, they're still married today, guys. That's a yeah. couple that's going gone a long time. And uh, we saw Brad in Evansville a couple months ago yes. uh, um, <clears throat> when we were out that day, so it was good to see Brad. Of course, the the uh, applicable um, slow dance, the, the entire looks like just about everybody is uh, is slow dancing, including on the left-hand side, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Paul Tugall. Oh, Dr. Tugall awesome. out on the them. out good on the floor them. enjoying a dance. Uh, looks like the announcers there, Chris Ralston and Lindsay Leasty. All right, I remember that. That's good. I thought that was them. Yep, and then uh, another handsome <clears throat> young man down here at the bottom is Mr. David King, John Putney, and Pedro Parra. Uh, oh, Pedro. <laughs> and whoever wrote this <laughs> knew what they were doing this year. It says, bottom right, David King, John Putney, and Pedro Parra smile for no apparent reason at all. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. So. Uh, Comedy chops. <laughs> yeah. Then you got uh, Don Delamater. Make sure we all know that she is royalty as she poses with a uh, Nevada basketball jersey on the wall at VU. Uh, Eric Andrews enjoying a romantic moment and slow dance with Mrs. Poland, it appears. And then uh, we got Misty Wells and jo uh, Johanna Hotelling. Flaunt their stolen money at the post prom. So, well, uh, I think number one in the uh, on the Billboard charts. I, I have a feeling this was probably played at the at the prom and maybe even the after prom. We're gonna go to Chris Cross and jump. This was one of the songs that I brought up. We were having a few cocktails last Saturday night trying to decide on YouTube. A few. Oh, well, a lot of cocktails. The whole family gathered around the uh, YouTube trying to figure out what to use as Gary's first song is to get the party going and now have people out on the dance floor at his reception. And I, I believe I threw this one out. How did that go over? Like a lead balloon. <laughs> <laughs> or... Uh, or uh, as some people say, like a fart in church. It did not go over well. I have a feeling the next song potentially that uh, David King would prefer to be played, but uh, the, also in the top ten on uh, May 9th, 1992, was Def Leppard. Let's get rocked. Def Leppard with their second mention on the podcast. I like this out. Came, yeah, it came out. 
Yeah, spring of 92, I guess. Adrenalize out. Don't shake right. my tree. Do you have any uh, crown bearer information on that? Was there anybody, was that, were there anybody named there? Um, let me go back to that. I think I might have that information. Not to put you on the spot. I do anything, know who won the, the snowball dance. If anybody cares about that. Let's see here. Okay, they are pictured and our crown bearer, and I'm going to try to, with these 52-year-old <clears throat> eyes, read this here. Crown bearer is wearing a top hat. And uh, that is uh, Mr. Deb Parrot. Oh, Deb Parrot. Little Deb Parrot. Little Deb. Little Deb. And um, the f what do you call her? The flower girl or something? I guess just crown, crown bearer. Crown bearer. Yeah. Um, in a real cute that. little dress, uh, that is Heather Kendall. All right. Oh, fantastic. Daughter. Friend of the show? Yeah. So well, that's good. So I think that's pretty much going to wrap up. Uh, Prom 1992, unfortunately, David King's last prom. I'm pretty sure you didn't go to the 93 prom, did you, Kinger? Nope. His one next, had to come back for that one? His nope. next dance is the Agar Formal at University yeah, of probably, Illinois. Probably barn, probably barn dance of Illinois Falls. <laughs> so let's, uh, let's go to 1993, Gary. We're going to go to Saturday, May 1st, 1993. Nice. Once again, back at the Vincent's Executive Inn. Won that bid. Prom 93 from uh, from the 93 Barker. A whole new world was chosen as the theme for the 93 Red Hill Junior Prom. Who Called sang Whole New World, Disney. Gary? Disney, back to back. Whole New World sang by Peebo Bryson. Gosh, this kid's hot. <laughs> and Regina Bell. That's oh, impressive. So three of the ten proms, Peebo had three of the themes. That, I mean, that's like Joey Andrews, <laughs> J.C. Brookhart, Brady Havel stuff there. <laughs> And you know he probably was on the cut list of Dion Warwick and Friends for That's oh, What yeah. Friends Are For that nearly was the 87. <laughs> I mean, he had to be in the running. If Stevie Wonder bows out, Peebo's in. So um, what is it with Peebo, and is it is it his Disney connection that's that's doing this, or what's going on with Peebo Bryson? What was the first song back? I can't remember what that other one was. Tonight I celebrate my love for you. Yes, yes. So, from, from days of our lives. So he's always on soundtracks of shows or movies, it sounds like. Smart guy, if you ask me. The international room was uh, decorated in paradise style using pink, lavender, light blue, and mint green. That sounds lovely. The junior class worked very hard for months in advance, playing this memorable evening. The candidates for Queen were Jamie Legg. Chris, Christy Kasinger, Christy. Kristen Masterson, Double K, Heather Myers, and Jesslyn Parrott. And I really don't. Some of these I act like I don't know the answer to, and I, I really do. I really don't know I, this. One, so yeah, I, I, have no, I, I have no idea. I have who no this. idea who won this. Chips tearing down the fourth wall here for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> the, the King candidates were Chancey Roderick, Jason Southwood, Jason Anderson, Kelly Tucker, and Mike Huddleston. Okay. Got well. Gotta think Tuck wins it. I'm going well. I'm pretty sure Jason Anderson was a favorite Greenie recipient. I know that's Ugh. kind of a gateway. Yeah, good call. Good call. So uh, I'm going with Anderson for the King and Myers for the Queen. I'll go Tuck and Myers. I'm gonna go off script here a little bit. I'm gonna go Roderick Leg. Last year's King and Queen Gary Emmons and Don Delamater crowned the new King and Queen. Okay, I gotta ask this. So this is different than coming back 
you're still in school at this point. It, it's yeah, got to be a little yeah, more weird when you come back for homecoming and have right, to crown yeah. the person. Yeah, you're still in school. So. <laughs> so to crown the king of the prom 1993, you have another one of the nicest guys I've ever met, Jason Southwood. Nice job, Southwood. Good job, Southwood. And your queen. And I put this crown, and I'm telling you, I tried to put the crown in this girl's head, and there was so much hairspray. It, I, it wasn't working. I finally gave up. I couldn't do it. But the winner, Miss Heather Meyer. Uh, yes. Okay, so the guy puts the crown on the girl, and the girl puts so the girl puts that big old crown on the guy. Absolutely. Okay. Right. <laughs> I know I had a lot of difficulty getting that crown in Heather and Heather Meyer's hair. So did like, did someone have to come help? <laughs> I think I think Don or Don Delamater I think may have helped me because I could I, it was it wasn't going in there, but I can see the picture here with Jason and Heather and it looks beautiful in her hair and so it looks like everything worked out well. Good We've job. gotten I didn't mention this and O'Brien said it, it it's all black tuxes no one's wearing the white or gray is that I can tell yeah it looked either. like it was in in that in the ninety two as well we've we've gone away from the white tux. It looks like this is maybe a first time we had uh, we had a little kids carrying sashes. So carrying the sashes, it looks like even the the boys were wearing sashes this, not, year, this year. Not Cumberbuns. We're actually talking not, sashes. We're talking now. full sashes. Yeah, the sashes were Zachary Harris and Samantha Ellerman, and the crown bears were Justin Young and Summer Thacker. This night was dedicated to the seniors as a goodbye and wish for a success in a whole new world. Wow, fits. One of uh, a few of the <laughs> a few of the candid pictures here. It looks like we have. Uh, Red Hill Girls and Dennis Shork enjoy dancing to the Boot Scootin' Boogie. Oh, nice. Brooks and Dunn favorite. I didn't have that one up, and I really don't want you to. <laughs> da da Boot Scootin' Boogie. I think probably a few of the songs, at least, that were popular at this time. And I could tell, looking through the Billboard countdowns, to me, this is when the countdown really started getting not as great anymore. But this song was popular at the time, and we have a little, a little guy named Informer. Or maybe he was Snow, and the song was Informer, whichever one. So let's play whichever one. Snow. Song, song, songs that former Snow. Snow is the artist. Jason Snow. going to say, Jason Snow was a big fan of this And look, I'm going to try to do this. Police the theme, they come and then they were down. Oh, damn it. So they put me in the back at the station. From the point on reach me, my destination. Well, that was a bad. That's not easy to do. The next song that I want to play during that was popular this time was uh, Little Spin Doctors, Two Princes. <laughs> oh, God. If you're somewhere listening to live music in 92, 93, and you hear that drum riff. Oh, yeah. It's a, um, <laughs> it's an instant scream. Oh from yeah, the crowd. oh yeah. Thirsty's in Charleston. This song yeah. was yeah. huge. Yeah. Still a, I mean, listen, stop it. It's still a great song. Yeah. It holds up, as the kids say, Chip. In the last song that I had picked, I think that at this point, rap was starting to make more of an entrance into Billboard countdowns and. Definitely uh, Dr. Dre and Nothing But a G Thing was uh, really popular at this time in uh, the spring of 93. little help from a new guy on the block. 
Bring it to the folks. Snoop, Snoop oh, yeah. Doggy Dog and Dr. Dre is at the dope. Ready to make an interest so back on up. I think I can do this one better than I did in former. Versus I can bust like a bubble. Compton and Long Beach together. And then you know you in trouble. Ain't nothing but a cheap thing, baby. Too loped out. Death Row is a late. Yeah, that was a little easier than Snow's in former. Some of the candidates from the yearbook in 93. Uh, you have uh, pictures of Tiffany Cummins, Melissa Burns, and Mandy Deckard. Seemed eager to get their pictures taken. Oh, good. You also had Brandy Thompson and her date, Ray Worstel. Hey, Ray. Ray, Ray comes Ray, back. I was going to say, making the uh, making the return from the class of 92. So. You had Bobby Mason takes a break while John McNeil beams. John's got a big old smile on his face in this one. You got a picture of Brent Wells sitting by himself at a table. You got three studs here. Jason Anderson, Kelly Tucker, and Justin Merritt-Holtz seem to be at a loss for words. I can't imagine that group at a loss no. for words. No. <laughs> There ain't no one. I know if, one guy if, if never, two, never stopped. Them, if two of them were, there was one guy filling in the, the silence. And the last picture from the prom, you got Ryan McAdow and her date. One Miss Barbie Jamerson. Oh, wow. Trying oh, to decide on pictures. Forgot about that one. Trying to decide on pictures offered by special effects. Special effects. Yeah, that Definitely was like a big, big part of the prom that year. Yeah, creative images versus special effects. That was a huge rivalry back in the day. They were going at it. We had the prom. Uh, I'm sorry, the after prom this year was at the the YMCA. So we went back to the YMCA this year in Vincennes. And we had, uh, you know, the typical casino night. But some of the candidates there, a great couple from, from the early 90s, Heather Myers, Queen Heather Myers, and Brian Havel take a break from the activities at after prom. Another returner. Amanda Hobbs and her date, James Hughes, have a picture okay. taken. Okay. A lot of 92 guys there. Oh, definitely. Three, I, for sure. <laughs> Melissa Allspaul insists that she didn't cheat while playing blackjack. See, there's nothing up her sleeve. Oh. <laughs> oh. I can, I can, Another picture. I, I can't see that picture, but I can almost see what's happening just by that description. She's doing this. <laughs> oh, no, that's not what I pictured. <laughs> Another classic couple that's still going strong today. They have college graduates now that blow or kids Ugh. in college, which blows my mind. You got Amy Wells and Chancey Roderick seem bright-eyed even during the long hours of after prom. And the last picture we have is a uh, Rochelle Lagenauer, Andrea Potter playing a little blackjack, seem to be having a great time. So I think that's going to probably wrap up. Prom 1993. I think it's going to wrap gonna, us up. It's going to wrap up the show. I was just looking here, and I forgot uh, we did talk about doing one more before uh, the Meet the Host Gary Emmons. We're going to do a, a quick graduation episode. Um, okay. We'll try to do that maybe even next week. We'll go... Yeah, and take two or three weeks off after that. Yeah, so. then we'll, we'll, do the, we'll do the Meet the Host with Gary, and we'll, we will keep, keep the ball rolling. So a lot of fun, a lot of good memories of prom. That's always a good time for... Uh, think for everybody and uh whether you're camping at red hill or going to see new jack city or if you're actually at the prom <laughs> it's a good time anything to wrap us up guys yeah prom was a that was a fun time uh and i was never a guy that danced at these things or whatever but it was always fun a saturday like i said it was just better than homecoming homecomings to me was so rushed and you didn't have much time to enjoy it and prom ended up being a several hour well about a 12 or 13 hour ordeal by the time you start getting ready and everything yep. so and uh then you know the 
getting to go with your friends and having breakfast at four or five in the morning. I can't remember the name of that place that we went to over there. It's right by the Y. It's closed now, I know, but uh, that little Aunt, diner uh, place. Aunt Helen's? Aunt Helen's, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I know that's where, where we went after after our after prom, at least one of those years. So it was a good time. Always always fun going to fun going to prom. Some of the, I, I, go, go ahead, Brian. No, please, go ahead. Oh, I, I always consider myself a student of the prom, so getting to go to one in, in 1990 was fun because I was study these um, candidate pictures in the Bridgeport Leader each week and study Brino's yearbooks and watch Brino get ready for prom for three years there at his house next door to mine. So getting to go to one was, was an honor and, and great memories. Things we talked about on the show, one of the segments that people just love. We talked about Jesse Pass Wright. Snakeskin boots. Tanning beds made their first real appearance at proms. Boy, did they. White tuxes versus black tuxes. White tuxes was winning that battle for quite a while. Yes, they were. And then black tuxes took back over. The traditional black tux. We talked about punch bowls and people that serve the punch. No punchful picture in 93. This was, and this wasn't their episode, but they still got mentioned. Um, the dynamic brother duo of Donnie and Brian Moorhead. Yes. Darby Wagner makes his return to the podcast. A lot of wrestlers' names getting mentioned here. Terry McAdow does not make it, nor does his beard in this episode. Justin Shear on the spotlights in 1990. And ulterior motives for running that spotlight, possibly. <laughs> What is his favorite night of his high school career? Whatever that thread was on Facebook. I can't remember what the theme of that thread was. We discussed uh, <laughs> discussed a dollar forty nine biscuits and gravy. Uh, we discussed uh, Ashley Hessler's all white suit. Let's go white. Let's go white. Vince Neal falling apart right before our <laughs> he eyes. is. He wasn't in ninety two though. No, he was not. He was on top of his game there. Favorite Greenies made several appearances. Chris Lyles dealing the cards. We believe Blackjack. Very young Chris Lyles. Shane Piercy in the classic 1990 guys photo and shades. Sashes. Joey Joey Akers, two-time crown bearer. Oh, that's big. That was big news. (laughs) to more proms than any. I mean, I don't right. know. He played to more proms than chips. So. Yeah. That's guaranteed. <laughs> Shane Brown, thirsty after dancing. Thirsties. Kazoos. Cootie Hoos in Mount Vernon. CW Dandies. Uh, Ronnie DeVoe. Imogene Clark and her love of the lunch at the Executive Inn. Nuno Betancourt. Atrium seating. Oh, I love that atrium. That was such a great atrium. Nevada basketball. Chad Hill getting the date to prom as just a young sophomore. Peebo by God Bryson. Dominating the spring. The golden voice of Chris Rooster Ralston announcing the prom court. And I think we'll wrap it up with this one, of course. The great Paul Tugall, who's done it all at Red Hill, and now we find out the kid knew how to waltz, too. All right, on behalf of Gary Emmons, David King, 
the great mind of Chip Jamerson. I am Brian Emmons, and of course, we are Red Hill. Let's go white.